Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and you know, you leave the front door open and uh, Brandy just keeps coming back for more. I more. love it. I love it. Welcome back, Brandy. Thank you. What you got? So dozens of Salem veterans and their families will soon find uh, a help, a place for help with everything from jobs to mental health care at a new affordable housing complex at 685 Court Street. Um, after a year of construction, 500 people gathered Thursday, last Thursday, outside of Courtney Place Veterans Housing Complex to celebrate the completion of the building and honor those who worked hard to make this vision become a reality. So it looks like the 34-unit low-income housing complex will have 27 one-bedroom apartments and seven two-bedroom apartments ranging from 400 to 700 square feet for local veterans and their families nice. um, with in lower income. Um, veterans are overrepresented among homeless Oregonians, accounting for about 6% of the state's population. But 10% of homeless people, like Kelly Fitzpatrick, the director of the Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs, in her speech at this event, um, the most recent homeless count in Oregon is estimated over 1,400 mm. for veterans. That's way too many. So um, I love that they built this facility to help house and take care of our veterans because we wouldn't be where we are today right. without them. That's right. Um, so for those veterans out there that are listening, thank you so much for your service. Yes. You are very appreciated, loved, and respected um, more than I can put into words. So I'm really excited for this. So if you guys are looking for for a place and you're a veteran or you know of a veteran that is struggling and looking for a place, um, reach out to me and I can connect you more directly with the people that are in charge of this. Um, so just shoot me an email, Amanda, at kslm.news. Cool. So that's awesome. Um, mm -hmm. 24 units. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And when, where is this going to be taking place at? It is at 685 Court Street. Okay. And it looks like here very, very soon they'll start housing the people they just completed. It took about a year um, of construction and everything to complete. And hopefully this is just the beginning. Yes. They'll have more units coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1,400 homeless people. Nice. That are, and I bet you there's more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I Honestly, I bet you a lot of them just don't even bother with the surveys and stuff that when they come around. Um, so I'd like to see our veterans get the help that they need. Good morning. It is a Thursday morning. Terry Saul, Saltissimo, and Amanda Smith, as well as Brandy, has joined us. Wait a minute. Now, I got to tell you guys something, okay? this You, you know my fear in life. Snakes. There you go. Yes. You know my fear in life. I'll wrestle an alligator, but... So the other day, there's That's a... That's not true. I, I'll pet an alligator, so shut up. <laughs> there you go. But uh, the other Hardly. day... Hardly. You were nowhere to be seen, if I remember right. I turned around, you're gone. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyhow, my story goes like this. Okay. Um, I was in in my office there, and, and Patty says, we need to go outside. And I go, what's the matter? She goes, Mary from downstairs says we have to go outside right away. Okay, so I go outside, open the door, and there it is. It's a three-foot snake. It's probably more like three inches. It's close. <laughs> and it's sitting there curled up, staring at me. Okay. Now, I know it's thinking dinner. And Patty says, well, do something. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to shut the door and lock this thing back up before when, it comes in the house. When it comes to snakes, I'm, I'm surprised you're not telling me it was like an anaconda or something. It could have been. It could have it been. It very well could have been. Very big possibility. So she says, well, well, we'll get rid of it. And I go, like, how? And she says, well, use your cane and move it or something like that. So I start to go a little bit closer, and it takes off. And it's heading down towards the ramp there. And I think, 
I'm not going to chase after this damn thing because it'll stop. Yeah. And then once it stops, what am I going to do? So I get down far enough in front of it there, and I push it off the side there, and it goes off into the off the balcony and hits my neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. It's now in her backyard. So you're like, it's not on me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, so were you proud? Was Patty like... I was damn proud. Yeah, I took care of the snake I, situation. You know what? I got rid of it. Okay. <clears throat> Feel like a man again. There you go. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm okay. terrified of snakes if you haven't figured that out. I, yeah. I, I just don't yeah. do snakes. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> not snakes, not spiders, not alligators. I'll, I'll, I'll take a spider. Okay. And okay. I'll pet an alligator like somebody else around here. So we had we went to this live remote event, uh, like a sportsman show, and there was a bunch of different exotic animals. And there was Allie the alligator. And she was probably like, what, three feet? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was so sweet. She was... Soft, believe it or not, mm-hmm. she just stayed really. How would you know? I pet her. Mm-hmm. I did, and then they had their snakes, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here. You barely pet Allie." They took this twelve foot alligator mm-hmm. and they dropped it right in front of us on our table <laughs> and said, "And its eye was looking right at me." <laughs> and she just pet it. No, you pet it. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to do it. It's fun to see where um, our live remotes take us mm-hmm. and the different fun things that we get to interact with. And I think that was one of the coolest things. I've never petted an alligator before. And I never want to pet one again. However, when <laughs> I take my trip here in a couple of weeks to Alaska, I'm looking for a polar bear. Not up uh, close, but I'm yeah. looking for one. Well, how would you be able to see it? They're big. But they're white <laughs> with the snow and the ice. You just like to ruin my fun all the time, don't you? Oh, sorry. You'll have to get a picture or it didn't happen. <laughs> Tries to happen that show up in a picture. I understand that there's an actual polar bear on the boat, the ship. It's a, it's a stuffed one there. You can oh. picture take in front of it. I will. I will. I came. I saw. I conquered. <laughs> Good morning. It is a Thursday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith hanging out with you. It is going to be um, about 93 degrees, so it's not going to hit the 100 mark. Right. So I want to still, it's still really hot. um, And the Willamette River, they are saying you should not swim in it. Where is it? It's that. uh, Yeah, just because it's hot outside doesn't mean the water is warm. And that's where people, I think we we have more at incidents each year because they think that it's hot outside. So let's go swim across the lake. Uh uh-uh. uh So they're actually saying that it. Um so for the in parts and areas of the Willamette River, uh, the Oregon Health Authority has issued a health advisory on a stretch of the river. Uh, it's typically in the Portland area, so by the Ross Island Bridge to the River Place Marine in downtown Portland. But they're saying that there is visual evidence of the green-blue algae blooms mm-hmm. in that area, which can cause health problems for humans, but it can be very deadly to your animals, um, and it can so. Adults, it's dangerous for. Small children, extremely dangerous for. And pets, it's deadly for. So just be careful. And if that's in the river in Portland, I can only imagine it's, you know, I'm sure it's in our area as well a little bit. So just be very careful. I know days are hot and it's nice to go, especially now that it's cooled down a little bit to Mm -hmm. get outside and go swim in the water. But be very careful. I I don't like going in the Willamette River because they have too many accidents Every year where raw sewage gets dumped into the river. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's okay. Yes. I'll take a cold bath. Also, this is a sad one. Um, an 81-year-old man 
was hit and killed by a semi-truck pulling out of Walmart parking lot in Salem last Saturday. Um, according to the Salem Police Department, the semi-driver is um, cooperating. Um, and it looks like the driver, his name... Or no, the walker, John, um, he lived like a mile away in the trailer parks over there. Uh-huh. Um, and the semi-truck driver, he was not um, under um, any alcohol or drugs. And he is very much cooperating and no citations have been issued at this time. It was unfortunately an accident. Yeah, and that's heartbreaking. So be careful of your surroundings. Um, everybody's always in a hurry. And it takes just a few seconds just to slow down and know what you're doing. Good morning, Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. Good morning. Great to have you with us. I, uh, I I would like to vent. Can I vent? Do I have time to vent? I mean, sure. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking. As one of the owners, I have to get permission. You know, uh-huh. sure, sure. Um, the other day, the electricity was off, and which means when you're driving, the streetlights don't work. Oh yeah. And when you pull up to one of those, you must treat it as a four-way stop. Yes. To the lady in the red pickup truck <laughs> that was cussing me out. Because I stopped and she was behind me wanting to know why I stopped. It's called a four-way stop. That's what you do. And I apologize now for what I said to her. I can't repeat it on the radio, but anyhow, treat these as a four-way stop, folks. Yeah. Just, you know what? It's, you're not, you're not going to get there any faster. Just mm-hmm. take it as a four-way stop. And again, to that old battle ox behind me, I apologize for what I said about you. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, okay. I feel so much better now. All right. Well, uh, in Portland, Oregon, on last Saturday, there was uh, the names of three women who died Thursday after a crash on southeast Portland um, around 9.30 p.m. It looks like the officers responded to a crash on 63rd Avenue with multiple cars. Um, It was two... Two teenage girls in one car and another gentleman, young teenager, in another car. um, And they were racing down the street at really, really high speeds. Um, And a 55-year-old woman went to pull out because she had enough time according to where those vehicles were if they weren't going at such high speeds. Um, And one of the cars clipped her car, killed killed her. Uh, the lady that wasn't even involved in the racing. Um, The BMW had two twin girls in it, uh, their sisters, and they passed away. They were 18 years old. And then um, the passenger in the Lexus that had the 55-year-old woman, he was taken to the hospital um, with serious injuries but is expected to survive. And then the driver of the Subaru was a 17-year-old boy, and he did stop and remain on scene and gave them all the information of, you know, what they were doing and what was going on. But um, tell your teenagers to be careful. Tell them to knock it off. They think that they are invincible behind that wheel. And I'm so glad that that's something my son's noticed, especially with some of his friends and the wrecks that they've gotten into, that your vehicle is a very powerful weapon if you use it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so it's just be careful. Um, Even adults. I know adults, I see them racing down the highway and having fun, and it's just, be careful. There's, I've seen cars weaving in and out of traffic, yeah. and they'll weave so close to me, and it's like, I'm going to hit my brakes, because I'm, and then that might make the person behind me hit me as well, or I might swerve to get out of the way. My car, my car also auto-locks brakes if mm. something gets too close to me, right. which is completely out of my control. It'll lock up and slam its brakes. And then the person behind me hits me while you've already sped off. And it's like, 
just be careful and slow down. Yeah, that's the key. Life is way too short and way too precious for everybody to just always be zipping around and causing chaos. And at a four-way stop, stop. Yes. Or you'll hear from me. Yes. Like that poor old lady did. Did you apologize? Oh. Well, she probably realized that she, she needed to slow down and relax. That's what her problem was as well. 